started the live, so we'll just- <laughs> so they hear us. They can they they can hear us. There's no one in here yet. You know, curmudgeon. <laughs> you know, curmudgeon. I don't know what I'm gonna do with you. <laughs> I run my business the same way I run my life into the ground. I thought you were gonna say the way you run your hose. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a family show, and he would never say such a thing. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I'm going to copy. And let people know we're live. And we'll just wait. We'll see who shows up. Because I told everyone 1030. <laughs> uh, yo, I'll do this show whether people are in the, in the audience or not. That's a good point. Because I don't give a... F- I didn't realize you were in there when I was giving my uh, critique of bad faith arguments in DaVinci's live. <laughs> All right. Was like, no, that was funny. No, you know, I, I was, I got, had to drop the like, you know, I had to drop that like, um, cause you know, La Mikey told her I, I was scared of her. La Mikey told me you were scared. <laughs> and so she said it on one stream and she said, don't worry. Cause you know, she said, don't worry, Mantis, I'm not going to bite. And I was like, what? And I realized it was like, oh, La Mikey literally <laughs> verbatim. Like he quoted my ass to her. <laughs> So I was like, yo, and I basically was telling him, like, you know, it's intimidating that she's like a feminist, communist, woke black girl. Like, that's a, that's an intent. That's the that's the triple. That's a triple threat. Right that's, there. that's a triple threat for you. right there. <laughs> All right. I think uh, I'm just going to tell people on my personal page that we are live because one minute you're trying to enjoy, you know, a football game and the next minute something is sexist. <laughs> what the hell? You know what I mean. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, well, you know what? I finally decided to embrace something, right? You know how I'm super paranoid about getting tips and stuff like that. Like I always I'm like, oh god, what did I say? What did I do? I just realized something. You know, with everything that's going on, and you know, we're not allowed to disparage anyone or anything like that. So I'm not gonna do anything like that. But I will say this, with everything that's going on, I'm not going to hold back who I am anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's right. I think that's what you should do. I think you worry too much, and I think you should just go for it. And if people <laughs> can't deal with it, go fuck them. <laughs> they can suck a big fat. But this is a family show, so I'm not going to finish that sentence. This is not a family show. This is a show for... For geeks, <laughs> for d- d- uh, belligerent geeks, actually. <laughs> belligerent geeks. Because we're gonna get into some belligerence tonight. I promise you that. No, no doubt, no doubt. I'm just want to sh- make sure I I join the boom. At least you can. We can find ourselves in the algorithm now. Yeah, it's a little. I don't know. <laughs> I will not speak. <laughs> I will not speak. I've, I often have so many things to say, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get my first one on here. I still got time. We have three minutes. You know what I was trying to figure out while we were while you were doing that, and you know how how it goes when I try to do things right before the show. I was trying to figure out how to friggin' uh Lizzie Lou is in the building. Shout out to you, my sister. How are you? Welcome, the baby? Man, Lizzie Lou. I was welcome trying, to Fanboy Modeling School. I was trying to figure out was am. <laughs> was am. She said it first, guys. Was am. 
What's popping with you, Lizzie? Yo, Mantis, I don't know if you've had a chance to interact with Lizzie, but let me just look. No cap. Of course I have. No, no smoke. Lizzie might possibly be one of the most gangster motherfuckers on this app, and I appreciate you, Lizzie. Actually, I haven't seen that side of her. I haven't seen gangster Lizzie, so maybe, maybe. Be careful. She's one hell of a, a quoter. So during your lives, she will often find <laughs> she will often find quote, quote you back to yourself. Yeah, like it, it's great. I'll look down <laughs> and just say, "What did I say one night?" <laughs> I was just like, "I have a line I won't cross." And that's that. Oh, because someone came into my live requesting like satanic music, and I just—it was the first time I think I noticed Lizzie in my live, and she's one of us, Mantis. By the way, I'll, I'll just throw that out there. She's a believer, and someone's like satanic music, oh, yeah. and I saw Lizzie say, "Oh no," and I was like, "Yeah, there's a line I won't cross." I looked down in the chat. There's a line I won't cross, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready to Banning hit some right opening now. music, or we're we gonna wait a little bit longer? No, I'm ready, man. Mm. We gotta get the show on the Rizzo. Fanboy Modeling School. Welcome to Fanboy Modeling School. I am the Fat Mantis, and I'm here with Steve, your Uncle Cremudget. And to, we are the two streamers that are always going to keep it real with you. Today, we've got a lot to get into, and we're going to keep it real about Marvel's Eternals. The debate rages on, and we're going to get right up into those guts and mix them around. The audience seems to be going wild at the mere notion of the word Eternals. They, they, they can't contain themselves. Yeah, we got a we got a crazy we got a rowdy crew tonight. Shout out to Lizzie Lou, much love, girl. <laughs> um, so listen, I'm I'm here for the fight tonight. I'm here for the fight tonight, man. Because what your uncle Curmudgeon is going to be laying down is a clear, articulated argument in the defense of Eternals versus the mouth breathing rantings of Mantis. That's right, folks. We're finally doing a Mantis Exposed episode. Okay, so the first thing I want to say is uh, I told you so. You told me what? What did you tell uh, me? Eternals was going to be garbage. Have you seen it? I don't need to see it to know that it's garbage. Rotten Tomatoes is my lord and wait, savior. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> the critic reviews are horrible. The fan reviews are great. Well, there's only five fans who have gone so far. You give it time, it'll fall. Listen to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> crickets. That's what we got from Mantis. You sounded like Donald Trump at the podium. No, like, she's crickets about Eternals, bro. Read the <laughs> sentence. Read the freaking <laughs> sentence. Yo, here's, here's what this is. This is how this is going down, bro. <laughs> you listen to me. You listen to me. While you're, I'll, I'll you like, are a Marvel shill, which oh means God. you will never say anything wrong about Marvel at all. You, yeah. Kevin Feige could make a film uh, of him in, on a toilet, uh-huh. dropping a deuce for two hours and grunting right. the whole time, right, right, and right, wiping right. his ass, and you would say it's an A plus because that's how you are with Marvel. Lizzie, can you mark the timestamp for me here? It's only seven minutes and forty three seconds into the stream, and Mantis's argument is so weak he had to go to personal attacks. What I'm going to do <laughs> is. I'm going to appeal to your higher logic. You will always find from Steve the most articulate responses, the most articulate 
comebacks. Now, that's obviously before I start drinking. That's that's the equalizer right there. No matter who is the better debater, alcohol puts us both on the same level by minute 45. And Lizzie, I am a very vivid motherfucker. (laughs) That's how he wins most of our debates, Lizzie. I, I start off absolutely dominating the conversation and by my sixth drink i'm just like well you know what i i I just don't want to fight anymore i believe in love and mind you this is on fanboy modeling school so i have it on record that he concedes to me what i don't concede to anything you will after you're drunk (laughs) the point is is that angelina jolie is an old washed up hat there's nothing good going on there's nothing original and apparently there are just you know it's i hear it's long and boring so uh my stenographer just uh put in a chat for the public record at exactly seven minutes and 45 seconds on 11 7 21 in the lloyd's year mantis fails to back up his position (laughs) but hey let's you know what but let's get into it so this movie has been polarizing as i suspected it would be for a you know a myriad of different reasons this movie is ambitious more ambitious than anything uh marvel has ever has attempted before because here's the thing right they are trying to go for a deeper context. Can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you rename the title of this? Can you rename the title of this uh, Eternals or Eternals Debate or something like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if I'm going to have enough space for that. I was... I was or Eter- the Marvel's was kinda, MCU Eternals. I was, was kind of on a roll, you know, and then you just... <laughs> you like my tactics, right? <laughs> you like my t- he won't even remember. He's an old man. Remember, he is an old man. He's a father of three. He's not going to remember. Oh uh, yeah, it's true. Argument, and boom, that, that's how you dismantle your enemy. <laughs> it's true. I friggin' uh three kids, let me just tell you this, man. They're in cahoots with their mother. I'll have her on the ropes. Like I'm like I'm like I'm winning the argument. And then they all start screaming and I'm just like, ah! Ah! I can't remember what I was gonna say. <laughs> Mantis has been to my house, Lizzie, and my kids are active. They are quoting me. I like that. I feel honored. They they are they are active, man, and uh, God bless their souls. <laughs> There's the quote: <laughs> twenty characters max. You like my t- tactics, mantis. <laughs> All right, so back to my diatribe here. So I've talked to a few different people who've seen the movie. I was going to go see it myself, but as you know, I uh, you know, like you said, I'm a I'm a I'm a family man. I'm a married man got to be careful with COVID and all that stuff already contracted it once so I talked to someone I really really respect and his name is Peter and he works with me now Peter is like you that person sounds made up (laughs) Peter is a lot like you I can't I would I want to prove that he's not made up (laughs) I want to prove he's not made up by saying his last name I was like no one would make up the name I'm about to come up with it's (laughs) it's extremely Greek that's all you need to know but he gave the movie uh, like a below five and I asked him if he could break it down for me. So he went to go see the movie. And then he's, you know, when he was leaving the movie, he said to himself, to his uh, fiance, he's like, oh, I think I kind of like it. And then they start talking about the movie and everything they had just seen. And he was like, you know what? I don't think I like that movie. And I've had that experience before, you know, where it's like, I liked it in the moment. But then he, I, so I asked him, I was like, hey, give me the negatives and then give me the positives. So he started listing off the negatives. You know, there was, uh, it was too dense is the word people were using. Yeah, someone's Discord is active. Is that mine or yours? I got everyone muted. I mute everyone. That's why I never know what's going on. 
what do you, what do I mean by dense? So this is a shorthand word that they're using to say that they have packed in so much lore and so much story into two and a half hours that it's too much for people to follow is essentially what they're saying. Now, for a highly educated man such as myself, who, you know, isn't some raving lunatic, <laughs> like, I don't mind a little expository uh, story. You know, I, I don't mind if the story is dense. Intelligence has nothing to do with absorbing dense things. Oh, it, I think it does. A limit. No, I, oh, it, I, 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 I think it does, and I'll make my point. When's the last time you've seen a dumb, a dumb person say, huh, I really enjoyed the way they in, unpacked that story. It really unfolded in an amazing way. No, you hear people say stuff like, yo, bro, why wasn't Thanos in the movie? Duh. It's <laughs> a fine art, and art has to do with aesthetics and not intelligence. A fine art to writing oh a script. Oh, my God. And if, We're if not they're telling the backstory to 10 different characters, that is bad script writing, period. Listen, bro, we're not talking, we're not talking about high... High art here. They're trying to make high art. No, 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 no. The type of art you're describing is interpretational art. That's not what we're talking about. You, here's your. Kevin Feige is aiming for. That's why he got this shit director who did, you know, No Man Land. (laughs) He's trying to do all these award things. He's trying to bring them up. Holy smokes. He's hoping to get an award out of it. Listen to me. 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 They should have handled it like they did Avengers. Lizzie, you are wise beyond your years. Your implicit bias in this whole situation is that you don't like the director and you don't like the fact that the director is renowned for the film they made. So why don't you unpack that first and then we'll get into why you really okay, hate this let's unpack. No, let's, let's unpack that. Go ahead. So, I don't know if you guys have seen Nomadland. It's the <laughs> anti-Amazon movie. It's about a woman and so it's, it's a valid, it's a very valid story, right? It's about an older woman. Her kids are grown up. Who works full time at Amazon, but still cannot afford to live in a house or an apartment? Life is too expensive, so she lives in a van in a field, and it's just basically very slow. It's more of like a documentary than an actual like narrative. It's incredibly boring and clearly awards bait. Obviously, award people are like, "Wow, this was brilliant. I love this. I love being bored for two, two and a half hours." It's obvious she's not meant to do an action film. And if somebody quickly is like, well, all, you know, superhero movies can be anything. No, nah, man, you need that action in a super. I would say that you miss the point of superheroes if you don't have a good action director. Okay. And an action direction has to do with pacing. So, you know, there's a lot of talking. You know, good and goddamn well, they don't get to direct their own action. Right in these movies, right? So, that's the first thing. But I just want to interject and put that in there. Now, What's really going on here is you hate women. (laughs) (laughs) And so this is going into the the conspiracy theory, the conspiracy theory um, that as soon as you don't like this, you must hate diversity. You're an enemy of diversity. You're racist. You don't like the gay couple in it. Um, Yo, look at what Lizzie Liz uh, was saying. She says it sounds like somebody's crazy ex is blowing up their discord. Curmudgeon, is that your discord? Is your discord getting attacked? Uh, no, I, I'm actually going through my Discord right now, and everything is muted. But all right, I think I got it. I think I got it all. I got it all. I just told Who her nothing. Huh? Who was it? It was the freaking Choice Discord, and you know, you know what's going on in there right now. Right. So we're not going to get savages, into that. Savages, savages. So, but this is my point, though, about 
about Eternals, and this is what I want to say, man. Listen, I'm okay with what Marvel attempted to do here. You know that I knew. Now, if you're being consistent and you're being honest, I said there was a good chance this movie was going to suck. I was just going to go see it with one of my best friends. Right. Uh, nay, my best friend. Because all my other best friends are in California. Right now, you hold the rank of best friend, right? And I'll give that to you. Curmudgeon, that is so sweet. What? Who? What? But here's the problem. Here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. They had to try, man. They had to try, but I don't know if they should have tried to make this movie the movie that was so intense. Now, here's the problem. I already know how it ends. I already know what the post credits are, and I know why people are really upset. Lizzie, spoiler alerts. I'm not going to give up the post credits. But I'm just going to say spoiler alerts. You know that the Eternals are the direct ancestors, progenitors of what group of people in Marvel Comics? Mutants. Guess what we don't get in the Eternals? Right. Not a hint, not a word, yes. not a mention, right. nothing. Nothing to further along the unrealistic es- expectations that we've all developed waiting for Kevin right. Feige, who has clearly stated that there's nothing on the horizon for mutants, and you know why he's doing this, right? Well, he said he he said he envisioned Phase Six. We're in Phase Four. It's Phase Four is taking forever. So imagine how long away is Phase Six is. That's Actually, like, Phase Four is ramping up pretty fast. If you consider the TV shows and stuff like that, I think we'll be running into Phase Five here really quick. But I think he's making a grievous error by not introducing mutants. I think Kevin I agree, Feige. I, agree. I absolutely agree has overestimated the value of this property and doesn't understand that people want to see the story unfold. So let's 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 actually go through the history of the Eternals not not in on the comic book page. We can talk about that if you want, but uh, this the making of this movie. Okay. Right? So earlier in the earlier phases of Marvel, Kevin Feige was at war with he was fighting a three-front war. Right? And the right. three-front war was with Jeff Loeb, who ran television, who was doing Agents of Shield, and um, and and uh, the Marvel, the Marvel, uh, you know, the Marvel Comics Council. Right. Who, their job was they were all writers or high, like high-profile writers and artists who dictated what those two guys could put in their movies. And yes, 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 yes. And he had fights with these people all the time. And Jeff Loeb wanted to have certain characters. And he wanted to have certain characters. And during this three-way fight, he was fight. originally he wanted to make Inhumans a movie. Yeah. He yeah. even announced it at one point. He's like, I'm making an Inhumans. And then Jeff Loeblair was like, no, I'm making a show about it. Yeah. He's like, well, you can't have those. And they had a fight. And because of the Marvel Council getting involved, he lost the Inhumans to Loeb. Yeah. Loeb makes an Inhumans. And it just sucks major dick. Pardon my French. But it was just a slobbery dick sucking going on it was this is one of the, I, I saw the pilot i don't know if you saw the pilot it was horrible it was yeah I, I, I didn't watch it i didn't watch it it was it was um there's there's so many things i'd rather see uh than that like you know uh, but anyway the point is is so feige uh feige later on in his war to getting them he would later on have the marvel council disbanded yeah because he didn't need them anymore and he got jeff Loeb fired from his job on tv rightfully so and, and at the end of the day, Feige stands supreme. And Feige's like, and they even gave television to him. They said, you know what? We're not going to make any of these crappy things. You make the TV you want. And he's responsible for making these Disney Plus shows. So he's winning. He's winning on every angle. 
He's defeated his enemies. He has all the things. However, his space family franchise is destroyed. He wanted a family of royal like space dwellers, which was the human humans originally. Yeah. And so he looked through the catalog and he found the Eternals. Now the Eternals are way more obscure than the Inhumans. Way more exp- obscure. Like Black Bolt at least comes and visits, and and he was on the Marvels Black Illuminati, Bolt. and he I, yeah, I and he does all these things. Black Bolt, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the Inhumans. I hate them well, so much. Why? Because he's not a real brother, but he calls himself Black Bolt. <laughs> That's one of the many reasons. <laughs> uh, well, he's like a god tier character that if he even whispers, he can destroy a planet. I mean, come on, dude. He's a plot mechanism. That, exactly, exactly, dude. I had a delay in my brain right now, but he's a plot mechanism that annoys me. But no, you, you. I, I want you. To, I want to let you finish your point, but I just want to throw this caveat in here, and be, I want to acknowledge uh what lizzie said in the chat carmen rios welcome in my sister i was expecting inhumans from marvel's agents of shield so carmen they did i mean i'm sorry lizzie they did go into the inhumans with agents of shield but because of the strife that uh mantis is describing they they deaded the story did you see that like they completely redconned anything from about the inhumans because of how bad the pilot was and because of the beef Going on yeah. between uh, Kev, uh, Kevin politics, Feige. politics destroying uh, media. But can, can, let me just post a, a, something to you here, Mantis. Um, the Royal High family, the Eternals versus the Inhumans. This could still work out in Marvel's favor, right? Because there's one character that they're going to be introducing soon here, and I'm not using a straw man argument, but I want you to know that Adam Warlock is officially casted in the mcu right right and this is going to make or not make or break but i think the inhumans being introduced now will help adam warlock seem like a more relatable character because i want you to just wrap your comic book mind around i'm not going to say it on this stream because it will offend people who adam warlock is technically supposed to be right just think about what? Well, <laughs> okay, finish your thought. Finish your thought because I love to go into that. Yeah, you know, they're, they're going to deep. Adam Warlock is a direct derivative of very deep theology from the yes. Judeo Christian world. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. As a matter of fact, there's literally a graphic novel yes. of Adam Warlock, which is literally just yes. uh, a parody, not a parody, but an analog to Christ. Yes, exactly. And. And so, uh, well, technically the story starts off in the Garden of Eden, like a space Garden of Eden, but later on it gets into, like, the Christ thing. And so, yeah, absolutely. Um, but, you know, for them... So here's my theory. Are you ready for my theory? I'm ready for you there. They are introducing all of Thanos' people, his surrounding characters, right. after he's dead. I believe that they are going to resurrect Thanos down the line. Right. And, uh, yeah, and speak... So what it is, is here's what you guys got to understand. Adam Warlock is Thanos' biggest enemy. Yes. They introduced Star best Fox. Enemy, biggest enemy and his best friend. Oh, uh, yes. And his best friend. <laughs> yes, he's an important character. And the fact that they had Thanos with Adam was kind of crazy. The, and then and then they, intro, they just introduced an end, end credit where he can spoil, right? We're doing spoils? Uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. Get the hell out of there or just close your ear for a sec. Just close your ear. <laughs> they introduced... Star Fox, aka Eros, the twin brother of Thanos. Right. He was born beautiful. Thanos was born ugly. And so that whole thing. And they introduced him in that. And so he's his character doesn't really have a lot of story unless it has to do with Thanos. Yeah. And so here's what it is. The new Guardians of the Galaxy, they eventually get Moon Dragon on their team. That's Drax's daughter. Wait. And so, so 
Go ahead. You, go ahead. You, so check this out. Mm. This is in the comic books. Okay. Yeah, the yeah. comic books they have uh, Moon Dragon, Thor, you know Drax's Drax's daughter, right. on it, and she ends up having an immaculate conception, right? That they believe is going to be the second coming of Adam Warlock, right, 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 right. And it turns out to be the second coming of Thanos. All right. He found a way to get himself reborn into the world, and so I have a feeling they're going to use that plot. So let me bring him back. So let me just uh, so there's that one right, which is dope. So we got to go to hey folks, I want to just welcome in everyone. Since he started, DJ Eddie, I want to acknowledge Lizzie Lou. Was Adam Warlock the guy at the end of the one Guardians of the Galaxy movie? Yes, that is exactly yes. who is Carmen in the Rios cocoon. in the cocoon. He in has the cocoon. The gold, he's one of the gold skin people. Yes, uh, who Mantis wanted to turn into a black guy, but I don't know how he was going to pull that off. Carmen Rios, welcome back in. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, well, for starters, I wanted to take a black guy and paint him gold. There's nothing you, insane. You I'm, filthy I, liberal, stop changing my comics and stealing my freedoms. I, I wanted for you know. Here's what I'm saying. I wanted Ray Fisher, who's played Cyborg in the other in the DC movies, to play once. It, once DC was like, we're done with him. We're not going to deal with this kid anymore. I was like, he's a very handsome guy. He's a great actor. He has perfect skin. Adam Warlock has perfect skin. They should have made him Adam Warlock. I'm just saying that's what I would. And my point was, so you're going to make a black guy be painted gold and get a perm. And that's representation. (laughs) Well, wait, hold on. No, wait, hold on. I would not let anyone get the crazy hairstyles they had from the 70s. The 70s haircuts are out of the way. Adam Warlock had had, beautiful hair. Adam Warlock had, he had like a super mullet. And then his evil future self, Magus, has a friggin' perm. And, and he's, he's, he's purple. Magus might as well. Yeah, he has purple skin, and he might as well be spraying his hair with, with activator. <laughs> like, yo, baby, I told you, <laughs> you ain't gonna play me out. <laughs> um, yo, yo, so check this out real quick, right? So that introduction of Thanos is one of my favorites with the Moon Dragon birth. You know what's also one of my favorite uh, Thanos coming back in? So after the events of Jonathan Hickman's uh, Secret Wars and the incursions, you know, Time's Up. Thanos yeah. was ki- during that Thanos was killed by uh Doctor Doom. Right? You remember that? Oh, Doctor yeah. Doom was like, yeah. you know, Thanos is like, you're a half god, you don't know how to weld ultimate power. And, not, and he's like, when I had the infinity gauntlet, blah blah blah, and Doctor Doom was like, Do you have the gauntlet now? And Thanos is like, I don't need it to dispatch you. And then All Dr. Right. Doom I mean, Thanos is incredibly powerful. Yeah, and Doctor Doom ripped his skull, ripped his skeleton out of his body, right? So after those events, you know, Marvel was supposed to reset. They didn't do that. Obviously, we were all upset about that. I was upset. I was extremely. I've always respected that DC will reset the continuity as many times as they deem necessary within a, a cycle. But there was this great thing that happened, right? So at one point, I forget which character it is. I think it's Doctor Strange. He's like, man, something's not right. Something's trying to enter back into the multiverse, and I can't figure out what it is. And everyone's trying to figure out what this evil is and what's coming oh. in the multiverse. And then finally, you get this shot of Thanos ripping back into existence because he's banished from the realm of death. Now, for them to pull that off in the MCU, they have to acknowledge one thing that was in a deleted scene. Get ready, Steve's about to go super nerd on you. In the deleted scene in Endgame, when the Hulk meets up with the Ancient One, she explains that none of the people who had been snapped away had actually died. They'd only been banished to a realm that was like nothingness, right? Oh wow, okay. I didn't, I didn't hear this one. Yeah, yeah. Look it up. It's like, and so yeah. they would have to and make. He that, was snapped. His ending was being snapped. Yeah, and so they would have to acknowledge that deleted scene and then only then but i agree with you i think this is all roads are leading to thanos 
but I also think there's another big bad looming. So, folks, you guys have not been tuning in to Fanboy Modeling School. Mantis and I have been predicting this entire Phase 4, right? So, as of right now, our list for big right, bads... they won't do it in Phase 4. It's too no. early to bring them back. Too early. But I'm saying they're going to set the, set these characters up with plots. They're going to do Star Fox. They're going to do Adam Warlock. They're going to do their whole... They're, they're going to have little plots for a little while. Right. And then after, once we've, once we've gotten, like, we kind of miss Thanos in the back of our mind, he's coming back. Wait, wait, what, what'd you hear? Exactly, I heard that. What'd you hear, Carmen? Did I say something bad? Sorry. Um, I love that Lizzie Lou said representation. No, um, uh, I think Carmen said uh, exactly. I heard that. Heard what you were saying. Oh, okay, gotcha, we're going to bring it back. Um, so the, the micro, the micro phases, right? But if we're going back to Eternals, man, let me just finish telling you what Peter thought. Oh, about the deleted scenes. Oh, deleted scenes. Oh, Carmen heard that. Um, let's go back to this. God, I, I don't want to. Yo, I love you guys, and I don't want to ruin any of this for you, man. I was willing to have it. I was willing to have it uh, ruined for me, but oh, actually, something. Because um, you know, I'm, I, 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 I don't want to be spoiled. However, I do take. I look into all the crazy theories, and so somebody has a Thanos is right theory out of Eternals. Right. And I read it, and and reading it makes you understand the deep deeper plot of eternals yeah so that spoils a lot however there is a thanos was right thing after eternals there was like a good Ooh. reason why he did what he did because once you real once you realize the plot of Eternals. uh lizzie i just gave you a tie so yes right okay i'm getting chills right now this is mantis knows this about me here are my big three there was a theory that Black Widow was alive. Yes. Yes, Carmen. I, I'm going to acknowledge that theory. Carmen, I love you. So, Carmen, anyone else here in the chat, I want you to know that Marvel does stuff and they leak their own information, right? And if you watch... I think on purpose. Sometimes. On purpose. And if you watch What If, we actually... You actually get the moment where they could have reintroduced Natalia, Natasha, I mean, back into the MCU, but I digress. Right. Um, I agree with the Reddit post because you have to remember there's one thing Thanos hates more than anything else, man. He hates the Eternals, but they've never gone into that in the comics. Have you realized like he hates his dad, he hates Titans, and he loathes the thought of the Eternals. He hates Asgardians. He hates higher ethereal realm beings, and it's always because he's like, well, they didn't earn their power. I earned my power. You know. What well, also, here, here's a, here's a quick thing I gotta point out. So this is comic book Thanos, not movie Thanos. Oh, right, 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 Yeah, but I'm saying he... No, no, not what you're saying, but I'm about to say. Origin of Thanos. Thanos, the Eternals are beautiful and loving, and they're all awesome. And there's a group of them on Titan, and they give birth to the princes of Titan. And one of them is born beautiful. He's Eros. And the ugly one, they named Thanos after death. Yes. And what is horrible about his origin okay. is that everyone, including his father, treat him like shit because he's, he's he looks wait, like wait, a wait. fucking raisin. I have to correct you. His dad was probably his only respite. He didn't treat him well, but his own mother tried to kill him at birth. Right. Horrible, horrible stuff. And it's because it's not until he meets the angel of death who he perceives as a beautiful woman and he falls in love with her. And he's like, I'm going to serve death for the rest of my life. Pause. And, but but pause he meets her as a she she presents yeah. herself as a a young lady lures him into a cave convinces him to I lure his cave. friends into the cave and then they get eaten by monsters then he go, he becomes a serial killer on titan for a brief stint i'm sorry no for like 20 years 
Right. Where he's killing couples and dissecting his fellow people. For death, because he's in love with death. Yes, yes. But however, the origin of his story is that his family was abusive to him and didn't love him <laughs> because he was ugly. <laughs> That's the fuck that... And I don't think Marvel's ever going to... I don't know. Are they? Now, but however, now that they introduce Star Fox, are they going to introduce this to the story? Because this that's a horrible part of the story. That makes the Eternals look like the biggest fucking assholes in the world. Well, they so, couldn't just be nice to their little nephew or whatever. So when you see the movie, oh man, I don't want it. So when you see the movie Mantis, when you finally watch it, there's some things you're gonna have to reconcile really quick. Which is like it's long and boring. Uh, you are. <laughs> wait, I was gonna say you're long and boring, but I was like that doesn't sound right. I can't oh, say that. Pause. Pause. He said I'm long and boring. Yo, there's some things that are gonna have to be reconciled really quick. I think the Eternals is was is a plot mechanism. Now, let me tell you what Peter enjoyed about the movie. He enjoyed immensely Angelina Jolie's character, and so I checked with a bunch of people. I'm like, "Hey, is she good in this movie?" And everyone individually, they said, did an amazing job acting in it, right? But apparently, Angelina really held her own in this, and I'm, it doesn't surprise me. She actually is a very good actress. Okay, so I'm gonna have to bring up our childhood. Who's that childhood? That our, our, our youth. I always hated Angelina Jolie, and oh, you always boy. defended her. I was always like, she's a shitty-ass actress, and she's garbage. And you're like, she's an American treasure. You leave her alone. <laughs> you bully. I hate the, the chick. I don't like her. Right. And so that that is not, that's not, that doesn't make me want to see the movie. Oh, my goodness. After years of friendship therapy, you're still holding on to a lot of stuff from the past, bro. <laughs> you just gotta let that stuff go. What is, you don't look wait, at wait, that wait, stuff you know what, folks, like- folks, so you know what this is really about? Mantis went to a school named LaGuardia, right? Mm-hmm. And it's because you never got to rub elbows with her, right? You believe you deserve an audience with everyone because you went to this highfalutin school. And I was just there to remind you constantly you don't deserve anything. Angelina doesn't have to explain herself to you. I am entitled to literally everything because I went to that school. I go around, I walk on the movie sets, and then people are like, get out of here, you bum. And I go, well, I went to LaGuardia. Like, oh, right this way, Mr. Matt. <laughs> and so Angelina is the one who won't let me in. So that's why, I, you're right, that's why I hate on her. But she's also, I know, talent hack. Also, because, you know, same thing with Khalees. <laughs> I remember you had a disdain for Khalees, and I was like, yo, didn't she go to the same school as you? And you're like, yes, yes, a thousand times yes. She wouldn't speak to me in the hallways. Yes. <laughs> but here's my, here's my point. They, they, he said they really enjoyed her in the movie, and individually, the actors were great. So, overreaching is the problem with internal. Yo, Lizzie right? says she's an American treasure. <laughs> Carmen Reels, welcome back. (laughs) Lizzie says the high school never ends. (laughs) (laughs) The trauma from high school never ends. That's what really motivates Thanos. He's like, I'm so short and purple. (laughs) But yeah, the purple kid going to school with a bunch of beautiful, you know, Angelina Joe looking motherfuckers. That must have. Did you ever notice that everyone on Titan is white but Thanos? Because I noticed it as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, What is that a metaphor for? Well, <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to shout out this person, but I went to go see the Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring with uh, my older brother, and we mm-hmm. both noticed. This is now. Remember, you remember who you're talking to. I'm not that guy, right? You're, yeah, you're not that guy. But we both noticed 
something about the orcs and their features. And if you ever, <laughs> I think I don't think you have to say anything further. I think everyone in the chat also gets that. But everyone really enjoyed her performance. Everyone really enjoyed the individual performance. But they overreached, man. So there's a thing that happens. There's a thing that happens with representation, right? So here is, if you've never heard me on the record about it, folks, if you're tuning in for the fanboy modeling school, my precious. <laughs> I'm She's all for, even got the ring in there. <laughs> I'm all for representation, right? If it makes sense. we, You know what I'm saying? If it makes sense. If you're going to put different people groups into storylines, you got to make it make sense, man. And it can't be some heavy-handed pandering approach, right? And I think that we've gotten away from good writing. You read Macbeth as a kid, correct? Yeah. There was an LGBT representation in Macbeth. There was right. LGBT representation in uh, the Iliad and in uh, right. in uh, the Odyssey. Yeah. There has been that type of stuff in comic mediums for quite some time. You know why you don't hear about it prior to today's era? Because it was written in a way that makes sense, right? Oh, well, also back in the day, they didn't freaking put out media things all the time. Like Marvel, like Marvel's like, we've got the first LBGT couple ever, and I'm like, no, you don't. Not by the long shot. What are you talking about? But they play it off like Eternals is the new, like some sort of crazy thing that breaks all these boundaries. It's a lie. But Marvel has been lying a lot about their shit. Like they try to be like. Uh, Black Panther is the first black-led superhero for starters, not Blade. by a long shot. Yeah, Blade already by what thirty years? Ain't nobody blacker than Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> he created black. Are you kidding me? He's the first, <laughs> yo, he was the one who coined the phrase "always bet on black." <laughs> he literally right? said in the movie, "The blackest thing I've ever heard." I don't. I don't even talk like this. Mm. MFers are always trying to ice skate uphill. Up a hill. That's, <laughs> that's the greatest line ever. No, but here's before the, he kills the final boss. But, but here's the, exactly, bro. And here's the thing, man. Like, ooh, we can do this on this channel, right? But we would never do it on our perspective, our individual channels. Black people and Latinos know exactly what it means to be pandered to. We all oh, roll. Yeah. Like, we roll our eyes when they're like, "Oh, meet Eduardo." The latest hero <laughs> in the Avengers, and it's like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> like, <laughs> and then like he's fetching them water, and I'm like, well, thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> he's their water boy, basically, right? And I, and I think that's why we all really flocked to Miles Morales when he came. Yo, out. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I understand that, like, you know, Falcon's already black, but then they had to give him a sidekick who's like a Spanish dude. Yeah. Okay. And, and yeah. it was clearly yeah, like yeah, they didn't yeah, even yeah, care yeah, about yeah. that character. I, they did not care about that character. I don't just, like when they do that, bro. I don't like yeah. when they're like, I, I, I don't like where they're like, it's like a level thing. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, if, folks, if you ever want to hear something interesting, the perspective of a Latino in Hollywood, Alfonso Rivera, aka Carlton. Oh, Carlton. It's a Dominican man. And he had to play, uh, not had to, he wasn't forced to, but he predominantly got black roles, black, yeah, African-American black roles. roles. And his perspective and the way he was treated, one, by black people, right? So we got to acknowledge that. And two, by white people in the industry is always interesting. But I, I, I don't know, man. This movie is riddled with things that it doesn't need to be riddled with. And before you go to hit the cancel button on me, if you're catching the replay, shout out to the fanboy modeling school, Fat Mantis, your boy Steve, real name, no gimmicks. 
I don't care, right? Because look, the people who scream for this type of representation, Mantis, guess who didn't show up for the friggin' movie? The fans. <laughs> those people. Those people. Right. Oh, right. Oh, no. Are you kidding me? It's the allies. And yo, no offense to anyone. I'm, I'm just stating a, a cliche about allies. White, liberal, upper middle class allies are always the fir- are like always the ones leading the charge. I'm like, isn't this amazing? And the people that they're defending or they're fighting for are like, yo, can you tone it down a bit? I'm trying to chill. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And here is clearly, folks. What we're not saying is you. Not, we're not saying that there shouldn't be a gay character in there, but don't do it in a way where the character doesn't make sense, right? Make it an organic thing. You know what I'm saying? Make his backstory make sense. But Mantis, I got to talk to you about something that's going to be really problematic for them, and obviously this being a family channel, we can't really go deep into this, but they're introducing a very interesting character in the climate that we live in today. Eros? Just think about his history. Yes. So Eros, yo, do you know... <laughs> I could say all sorts of things about him. So he is definitely interesting in terms of LBGT. Yes. Um, LGBT. Because uh, before, you know, he has the power to control people's emotions. And therefore, he's always considered beautiful and perfect. And people love him. Yeah. Um, and then later on in the more modern age, they started having this, com- you know, this is Thanos' brother. You know, Thanos is all hate and war and death. And this guy's the opposite. He's pretty boy. He's the prince of Titan. You know, people love him. Um, but also, in... in Later on in more modern comics, they have him, you know, be bisexual. He doesn't care who he's sleeping with. I dig it. I right, right, right. They eventually have a comic. This blows my mind. Where he is accused of rape. Ooh, Kathy, welcome in. You came in yeah. on one hell of a part. <laughs> he came in right as we said that. He's accused of raping somebody that right. he, they didn't want that, and then he controlled them. And She Hulk defended him in the court of law. Really. Yeah, and so they did the thing, and he he it ends up being a villain's a villain's machinations. It was all a trick, right? But that that I mean, because you know they're trying to be now or whatever. But that is interesting that they brought. Well, I mean, character. you, you got to address that. So the whole pheromone control thing, you know. It, yeah, yeah, because he uses he his character is yeah. often seen with hooking up with all sorts of people. Yeah, and yeah. the question is if he controls their emotions and their pheromones, like their are his pheromones is are they really will willful? Are they really saying yes? Uh, no. Is this your answer? <laughs> Did we see the Eternals already? No, Kathy. Like most Americans, we're talking about something we have not even been a part of. <laughs> and that's the beauty about it being an American is that we can be a loud mouth and act like we're educated about things we have no idea about. Like laws or history or the Eternals, whatever. <laughs> Who's you know? running for president? Oh, yeah. You have the governor of your state. <laughs> like, yeah. Honestly, yo, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, twenty twenty four. Am I right, guys? Uh, that might be more likely. Either. He would bring the country together. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. And, you know, and then, he, then he could do a cross promotion with Fast and Furious Ten. It'd be amazing. Yo, the Rock might be the first president to break someone's neck in public. Like, you disagree with me? Ah! Yo, yeah. this is the guy who owns the XFL. I love it. That's brilliant. Imagine if he was president. The what? I love that. <laughs> is that still a thing? I think it's done for, isn't it? No, no. You don't understand. He bought it. And I know. He's going to revamp it. He's yeah, in yeah, the middle yeah. of revamping it. He's going to do a relaunch, but it's uh-huh. owned by The Rock. People will watch it just because it's owned by The Rock. Yeah, yeah. So let me see this. Uh, let me dispel some other fairy tales for you. Your stepdad doesn't love you. 
Your dad didn't go to get cigarettes from the store and not come back. And Santa Claus is not real. And the XFL will never be a real thing, bro. Yeah, it will be a real thing because of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, future president. You heard it here first, Fat Mantis. Holla at your boy. Yeah, you know what's crazy, man, is that Vin Diesel and the alternate universe hates The Rock so much, hates him so much. The Rock will not be in the final installment of the Fast and Furious movie. And well, why do, it, was that ever determined why they don't like each other? Yeah. Uh, so I uh, let me see how I can put this in the most ethical. Uh, <laughs> it's a He's case of words. you know when Steve is picking his words, it's not good. <laughs> uh, so essentially, what it boils down to is a rubber tough guy versus a real tough guy, and I'll let you figure out which is which. But they had some very hard moments on the set of the movies right. to the point where they had to have a sit-down conversation with each other and established that they were two fundamentally different people. But prior to that very uh, mature conversation, The Rock was out for the night for the movie he was in. I think it was Fast and Furious 5 doing the premiere, doing the circuit type stuff before the premiere. And he's walking the red carpet and he walks up and they ask him, hey, who would win a fight between you and Vin Diesel? And he does that laugh that The Rock does where he kind of leans his head back and he's like, yeah. ha, ha, ha. Uh-huh. He's like, no, but seriously, I'd kill that guy in a fight. And that was the first time I got a hint of beef between them. And then obviously he had the whole situation with Tyrese, the entire cast of the Fast and Furious, uh, lowly welcome in, uh, turned against The Rock because, hey, they all depend, rightfully so, on this franchise and Vin Diesel, right? Yeah, Vin Diesel's from the beginning. He's yeah. not going anywhere. So, and, and that's the thing. But I digress. Let's talk about... Let's talk about... Superman and the MCU. Okay, first I want to give a shout out to Cincy Star, Carmen Reyes, Kathy, Ted. Thanks for being a dick. Okay, I want to start again because we got a dick. We got a dick on the mic, right? Cincy Star, Carmen Rios, Kathy, talking with a dad. Hold up, TV. The Autumn Mentis. And Kalali the lowly. Welcome in, guys. How are we today? <laughs> I'm the dick for correcting you, you crazy conservative. This is why we can't go out and eat anywhere, because you're always doing stuff like this. Because you called that guy, you called that one guy Tyren and not Tyrone. And he was really offended by that. Well, I do that all the time on purpose. It it, it, <laughs> it creates spice when you when you misread the names of the people in chat. <laughs> Yo. I'll be like Timothy, but Locke Jones. You know, so like that. Yo, you know it's bad crazy. You know it's bad crazy, son. <laughs> my dad will not say if your name is Tyrone, my father will not address you. <laughs> what, what the hell never rule is that? Yo, what no, an I, inhuman I, fucking rule is that? Well, you know my dad. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just like <laughs> Like it's something about the name Tyrone. I don't know if something happened in his childhood. I don't know if Tyrone stole a girl from him, but he'll quite literally be like, "Nah, he's saying that motherfucker's name." <laughs> I'm like, "Yo, he's he a waiter." Say the name that is savage. <laughs> that is straight up savage. Damn, I don't know if there's any names. Like even there, there are girls who have broken my heart. If I meet another girl with the same name, I'll say it. No, you won't. I've seen you treat girl girls with the same name as your exes. You're like, you did this to me. I'll make you pay, Kathy. Not you, Kathy. Another Kathy. But let's get into <laughs> Eternal 
Okay, Eternal Superman ripoff, right? Yes, 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 yes. Oh, man. So, I got a few issues. I know you do, brother. Go ahead. One issue that I have is in the in the movie, they refer to two characters. One, they refer to them as Superman. Yes. And later on, they refer to another one as Batman. And I think that is just wrong. They are asking... Yo, that was the karma. They did that in the script, and oh karma, God was like, oh, you know what, Feige? I know you're successful, but now I'm going to drop the thunderbolt on your head because you're being a prick. <laughs> God, that you is going it. too far. Guys, you hear it? You hear that in his voice? You hear that? That means that that knife came too close to something he holds very valuable. Mantis, while he may call me a Marvel shill, which I'm not. I'm objective about. You're such a Marvel <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm I'm objective about. Like uh, Captain Marvel, that was so good. It was innovative. Finally, a woman superhero. Again, not slander. that I've seen Wonder Woman before. Slander. I disliked both of those movies. <laughs> complete slander. He's saying that to oppress you. No, I'm a, I'm a complete sexist. I hated both those movies because they were. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but you are such a you're such a DC stan. That anything, <laughs> anything that <laughs> you, hear, you hear that trail off. <laughs> yes, I admit it. I admit that I'm a DC stand. But what I'm saying is, there is there are rules to combat. Right. This, this isn't the Savage Land. This isn't Vietnam. There are right, rules. So you cannot reference each other. And so because the Justice League don't make jokes about the X-Men, the Eternals, especially these losers, the Eternals, they, who aren't doing sort of movies, do not like basically Avengers might be able to make a joke about Superman and Batman. Yeah. But the Eternals cannot make a joke about Superman or Batman. So Sensi, you hear that? What Mantis just did there is when you're on the block with your homeboys, right? We all know there's one herb. That can't make jokes at all, right? Like, so Mantis can throw a joke at me. I can throw a joke at Mantis. But if Tyrone says something, I'm like, Yo, who invited this motherfucker to yeah, the conversation? We all stop and we look at him and we're like, yeah. <laughs> who are you? Yo, Kalali says Wonder Woman is greater than Captain Marvel. Absolutely agree on everything. Agree level. with that. Agree with that. I agree Kathy with says that. I love them both equally. Cincy Star says DC's cartoon movies are better 100 blockbusters. Uh, 100. 100. Oh, they're struggling right now with Injustice. It's getting pooed on. People what, the hate game it. or the movie? The animated movie. People hate yeah, it. Yeah, I, I knew it wasn't going to translate well. It's a better game. Yeah. Certain, you can't translate every game into a movie. Yeah, you, I mean, surprisingly enough, they <sighs> did the game to the comic which was amazing ran a little bit too long in my opinion that was way too long but if we're addressing Eternals fake Superman uh, Icarus aka Marvel he's not the fake first fake Superman for Marvel right yeah so let's so many fake Superman let's name them off we they've got, got Icarus got Hyperion yeah they've got Hyperion they've got um who's the who's the who's the guy in the yellow uh, uh so it's Hyperion Sentry uh, Sentry, right? Sentry He's the best one. one. Gladiator. Oh, Gladiator. Yes, Gladiator. Absolutely. Sun God, a derivative of Hyperion. Yes, right. Which is also one of my favorites as well. And then there's freaking Icarus, man. And it's just like, you know what? Now that I'm talking about this movie, there's probably no chance I would have liked this movie, right? <laughs> but <laughs> the, main, the main character is a ripoff of an already established character. And so that's, and I hear your point, though. 
Here's one of the things. Here's the first. Here, so here's the here's my trail of dislike of this franchise. They're, they decide to go with a movie of Eternals before the X-Men. And I say, that's ridiculous. That annoys the crap out of me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then they, so they choose characters that nobody reads and nobody cares. Uh, trust, trust me, guys. You can watch, look up the history of Eternals as a comic book. They may have been there, but real comic people do not read this shit. So the alien or fan base. Again, then they get this. Oh, Bendis. Was it Bendis that did, that did a run on the Eternals? Because they have one he good art. He did, but he, it was after they had already declared the movie coming out. Okay, okay. Before yeah. that, nobody friggin' knew who these guys were. Like right. literally, Feige's like, "Let me get the most obscure motherfucker." Very weird, very very <laughs> weird move. Super folks. weird, super weird. And and uh, another thing, and then so first I was like, I don't really like this. I don't want to see that. I want to see. I want to see Fan Four. I want to see X Men. I want to see Daredevil. I want to see anyone. Defenders, even before I see any of this shit. And then and then they're like, we're gonna get Chloe's out, and I was like, fuck. I'm gonna hate this movie. You hate. And women. then they're like Angelina Jolie. Now I know a lot of you love her. You think she's, you know, that's cool. You're scared of powerful women. I can hear it in your I voice. Love Yo, Wonder Woman. Wonder Wonder Woman one. Is she's one not powerful. She's a slave to her love to a man. <laughs> Who are you, Davinci? <laughs> Who? Why are you doing this to me, brother? Why are you doing this to me, brother? I. Yo, that no, no, okay, no. She's a powerful woman. They're all powerful women. I love a powerful woman. <laughs> my landlady is a powerful woman. <laughs> Who are you? She's about to kick my ass out any day now. <laughs> I love them powerful women. <laughs> Kathy says yes, definitely dark and gritty. Since C Star says yeah, that's the exact word. Tintin Nimbalm says, I don't think I will. Kathy says, Richard Madden, I like from the Game of Thrones. And his show Bodyguard was award worthy. Yo, Kathy, he's perfect. He's great. I love him, actually. However, he doesn't, he doesn't, if you look at high, uh, if you look at uh, Icarus from the comics, he doesn't even look or seem like the right casting for him. Yeah, Icarus is a blonde dude. Yeah, a bleach blonde dude. He looks like a surfer dude. He looks like Aquaman. No, he looks like an old school conservative. It's like a bowl cut blonde guy, oh, man. Oh, man. You're right. He's, 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 yeah, he's a Fox News correspondent. <laughs> Yo, Eltron, welcome. El. Eli Thorne, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was all yeah, wrong. Kathy says he's the main reason I want to see the Eternals. Okay, and Selma Hayek. Oh, um, I won't hear a bad word about Selma Hayek. No, I love how Selma, I love her. Even though, like, her character, it has been, you know, gender swapped. It's really a dude. Ajax is, is normally a dude, but um, I do love her, and I, I'm not going to ever Hold on for a second. Her. Dude, I love that show Hot Ones. And uh, this is obviously the show where celebrities go on to eat hot wings at various different, right. de- you know, temperatures and uh, you know spices. And Selma Hayek went on there, and you can tell when someone's adorable because even when she was struggling, I was still like, "Man, Selma Hayek is so funny." I'm like, Selma Hayek is so funny that if she said, "Steve, you have to kill Mantis tonight and prove yourself to me." I'd be on my way to your house. Why is every shtick and joke you ever make always lead to my death? 
The same reason that every joke and stick you make leads to me being a Marvel stan of some sort. It's like you stood up at one my is not you stood up at my wedding other. and you you're like, yeah. murder me? I'm just saying how it is. <laughs> what? The Marvel shell. He's out in the corner being like, Marvel's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I, I lost my, my my legs in the war, but Marvel gave it back to me. So <laughs> I'll watch Ant-Man 2. The future and is Marvel. now. Marvel brings you healing. <laughs> <laughs> the Marvel cult. We need to stop the Marvel cult. We need to think for ourselves, and we need to. My opinion is to reject eternal. Hold on for a second. Uh, Kathy says hashtag Mex- Mexican pride. She's awesome. Shout out, uh, Mina. Welcome in. Thank you for joining. Since he says Steve, I do the same thing to one of my closest friends. LOL. <laughs> and Mina says. Uh, at any rate, here's the yeah, deal. So I don't, I don't like that they're making a fake Superman. Yeah, they shouldn't, they shouldn't mention them. They shouldn't have some no, power no, set. No, 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 no. The guy, the, the guy who they say is Batman isn't even like Batman. It's so annoying. So that I take huge issue with. No one's Batman except Batman. I agree. And right. so Marvel's also kind of hits. Here's what it is: it's oh. not just we're not just shitting on Marvel right now. Yeah, we what are. Saying, Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm down. But what I'm saying is, every comic company has ripoffs of each other's guys. Okay, so Marvel obviously has yeah uh, the uh, what is it the Supreme Squad? Is that their name or Squadron Supreme? Squadron Supreme, and they are the closest representation yeah. to either. They were written to be parodies of the of Justice. the JLA, and they're, they're good. They're good, and then and I love that Marvel keeps it right size during the incursions when the the heroes, I believe, it's T'Challa, Namor, Incredible Hulk, Black Bolt, and one other Marvel character, and, uh, Mr. Fantastic, Mr. Fantastic. They come up against the but Justice it, well, League and they get squashed. Yeah, rightfully so, right? Because we're talking about the Justice League. It's but so so uh, you know the Squadron Supreme has Hyperion. Who is the Superman character? Nighthawk, yes. who is Batman. Right. Um, they've got Power Princess, who is Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Right. They have Doctor Spectrum, who is Green Lantern. Green Lantern. They have the Wiz, who is the Flash. Right. Um, um what else did they have? Oh, uh um And the version the of Marvin Scro- Martian Man. Yeah, the, uh, um what is it? What's it called? The um Scrolly and Scrolly and Sky Hunter, right, right, is right. is Martian Manhunter. So they they you know it's clear what's going on. You know we're not idiots, right? <laughs> but when you look at this, when you look at a movie like The Eternals, and you look at a character like Icarus, man, I get I'd what, rather them make a Squadron Supreme movie. Ooh, that would be so that good. would be fun. Yo, that would be that would actually be such a diss for DC because they, if they made a successful one that was like people were into, and they're like, I, we make more successful Justice League movies than Justice League. Ooh, ooh. I think that Marvel I, always sits around and they go, "Well, this this didn't go the way we planned, right? This this was not a good outing." They have, they have to readjust this shit because have you seen that people literally like reporters are saying. They need to end, end the MCU now. Why? Because of one bad movie? That's not... Okay, so let's address Even that, I'm right? not even cool with that. This is when I wish the YouTube streets were a physical place, right? I wish <laughs> <laughs> that I could drop a nuke on a certain YouTuber X and other people who gave it a great review on their initial reaction and pivoted once it came out. 
I cannot stand that type of shit, man. Uh, yo, so I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you that at first, like first critics were like lukewarm on it. They didn't hate on it, but then it became trendy to hate on it. And I agree with you. And there are people who, at their original release, they were like, ah, it's a seven, a seven out of ten. And suddenly, when you see their next video, YouTube video, they're like, it was garbage. And I'm like, that's not what you said last week, bro. You're exactly. Trying to jump on this shit. You're trying to jump on this hate. Yo, drop a one in the chat if you think Mantis and I should be so brave on a streaming platform where we'll never encounter any of those bigger streamers who could sue us into the ground where we completely rate and prove how inconsistent they are in their reviews. The only person who's standing by it is Campia. I cannot believe it. Don't shut your filthy mouth. You shut it. You love Campia so much. I do. I love Campia, bro. He's consistent. He he he's standing by. Uh, he's standing by his initial review. No wonder you love it. Your cult leader is into it. <laughs> My cult leader? It's not a cult because we meet up on Wednesdays at eight o'clock and we all go down to a basement and we chant before we start <laughs> looking at his videos. That's just the place where like-minded people talk about stuff, bro. What yeah, are you talking no, about? No, 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 no. This is no, this is some unhealthy shit going on. <laughs> the fat man is going to step into this. Um, I don't know, man. I do not like. I don't know if you guys know John Campia, but <laughs> yo, <laughs> let's let's free let's free hold, hold up, up hold up for a second. If you go here, I'm going and I'm going nuclear. I won't mention any names. I know, I know. You we don't, don't like no, too late. <laughs> you don't like Campia because he beefed with your your person. That's not why. That's no, not why. it's why. It's why I can see you sitting in your fucking apartment right now in your. YouTuber X pajamas like nobody talks bad about my baby. Nobody. So st- uh, yo, we'll just admit it right now. Steve thinks that I'm in love with this YouTuber. <laughs> oh, oh, you son of a <laughs> We call her YouTuber X. <laughs> oh wait, hold on for a second. Doesn't like- Deadpool is in the chat. Deadpool? Yep. You're Deadpool. I love your work. Actually, let's check in with our chat real quick. Um everyone says one. <laughs> there we go. Deadpool says, "Hey, you know the the saying third times the charm?" I do. Well, Germany lost twice. Whoop. <laughs> that's actually hysterical. But that's, as funny as it is, that's one for you Deadpool, and you don't get 3. You only get 2. You get 2. You only get 2, but that is fun. That was funny. You did make me laugh there. Uh Eli says, "Where can I talk about football?" I don't know if are you still in here. We don't have I mean, I'm not in charge of a football chat right now, but they're in there. Sports, I, I think there's sport. I've seen sports streams. Yeah, no, for sure. What? Um, <laughs> Carmen's laughing her ass off. <laughs> Boo. Deadpool says, I'm calling it Zombie Hitler 2022. That's two. <laughs> Yo, Deadpool. Deadpool. You know you're not the real Deadpool. Deadpool, I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not going to kick you, but you, you're going to take a little time out. Take some. We live in dangerous times right now. Deadpool. Yeah, Ryan, he's not Ryan Reynolds. You're not Ryan Reynolds. Funny. <laughs> if you're Ryan Reynolds, funny, you can say shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, but here, here's my thing, man. Right, I, I know we're way off topic here right now, but that's another, fun. Like an, that. Another thing that I think they may have been too ambitious about this movie, they over anticipated what people were going to sit through. You know why I sat through Dune for two and a half hours? Because I knew Dune was a slow burn. I knew that going in. For God's sake, they made 
a friggin' mini series about it. That's how long yes, it is. Yes, it's normally it's uh, like any book. It should be a mini series. It's like you know, oh, that's sci-fi mini series. Eight, eight or nine episodes, right, bro? Eight, eight, nine that was an nine. eight disc mini series. Remember when I brought right. that shit up to the Haven? I yes. got it from work and I brought it up. I was like, yo, this is eight disc in this. And thing. I actually remember it fondly. I remember it super fondly. However, and here's what I'm saying: special effects were different back then. Oh yeah. But I've I've seen YouTubers talk about it now, and they're That's putting great. the image of, when they show the image. I'm like, special effects were so bad. What the fuck? But it was the '90s, so we, and we yeah. were kids, so like whatever. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. You guys put I, me on to I it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I fucking enjoyed it. Yeah, I'll definitely pay to see another one. Yeah, I would definitely pay to see another one. I the problem is with Eternals, no one's going to pay to see another one, and you know, so that's technically Shanshi. And, and then this the movie has set up a lot of dangling plot threads. Okay, so that's where they're masters at this shit, right? Kevin Feige might look at this and go, you know what? Fuck these guys. I I released it. I wanted it. But now you're tied into it, just like Captain Marvel, which set us up with a bunch of stuff where I have to. Now I have to see the Marvels, right? Right. And you you see how he pivoted on that one. I would never watch Captain Marvel 2. Ever. Ever. (laughs) Bro, but he changed it. I I agree with you. You're right. And he's changed it enough that I was like, I will see this. I want to see Monica Rainbow. Right, Up right, there. yeah, absolutely. The Marvels, yeah, that's a good point. That's a real point, and he might change what the Eternals are next. So, wait, hold on. Are we ready to talk spoilers about the end credit scenes? All right, last chance, folks. Uh, don't want you to leave the stream. Yeah, please don't, <laughs> don't leave because there's only a few of you. <laughs> <laughs> but we are going to talk about the post credits. So, don't leave. Just you know, go ahead and turn us down for a second. Turn us down or whatever. Legion, your dog or your cat or your frog. Join the chat. We are Legion. I love. I love saying that. By the way, we are Legion. And so, yo, um, the Black Knight. All right, Kathy, hold on. All right, we can do this. We can not do spoilers. No spoilers. Okay. Suki the Tiger. I like your name. You are most welcome, dear. Hello, Suki. Um, yeah, Sucky from uh, True Blood, right? Yeah. Um, so, however, how do we not talk about the voice? You've heard this argument about who the voice is? Oh no, I haven't. I heard of it. You would know. love this. You're gonna love. You're gonna love when you find out what pe- when they found out who who's vo- what the voice is because because the director admitted who the voice was. Yo, Kat, yo, Kathy, please accept this one spoiler. It's a minor thing. It's so minor. Okay. Kathy, go, go ahead and mute. Go ahead and mute, Kathy, for a second. Just turn us down for a second. We love you, Kathy. We love you, Kathy. But we need, we need to talk about it. Go for it. So, um, uh, you know, I heard, heard the Black Knight was in the movie, and I was like, oh, cool. And then, of course, another thing that pissed me off, it's a slow burn where he doesn't actually don his costume or, or powers in the thing and he's just there but he's not actually the Black Knight which is so fucking stupid I'm so sick of these things um, but what ends up happening is at the end one of the end credit scenes is that he goes to get his, his family's ancestral blade and it's clearly some sort of magical sword and it's in a, it's in this, this like cellar or something he's about to get it and he hears a voice and the voice goes are you sure son are you sure you're ready to wield that? And so people have been arguing who it is, and they finally the the director admitted who it is, and that is Blade. 
That is the, that was is, it Mahershala Ali? Yes, Mahershala Ali did that thing because it's Blade. Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. He's taking a shot. <laughs> Ooh, you dumb bitches. Um, so basically what it is is the Black Knight's future is not with the externals. His future is at least going to have some sort of uh, sto- part of the story in Blade. Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. Yo, I'm going I'm to tell you something right now, man. I will put up with you spitting in my face. I might even let, a, let you get away with kicking my dog. But if you ever, what? ever displayed in this chat again, that's an Insta ban right there. Blade who, 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 who displayed? Someone called Blade a simp. What, what did you say to me? Oh, you're speaking the wrong language, my guy. Boykasha. Peace. <laughs> Yo, are you serious? Yes. It's Mahershala who did it. And so you remember uh, Black Knight is that magical character. He wields a magical soul sucking sword. And so he falls in the realm of that magic shit, dark yeah, magic stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so like this is I can't, I love that it's connected to that's what I love. I love that shit. Actually both end credit scenes I love. So here's the thing. So now we got to come to the hard decision, right? We've talked about what we don't like. We talked about what we like. So at what point do you get to a place where you're like, I accept the things that I don't like because of the things that I like, they're going to set up a possible great story, which we know, like I hated Thor dark world. What was it called? The dark world. Yeah. The dark world. I, I hated that movie, bro, but it did set up a story for us to get more of Thor, right? You know, we got Thor Ragnarok because of that. When do we just accept that sometimes shit sucks? You've been reading comics for years, man. And you know that in an arc, there could be five comics. You're a Dragon Ball Z fan. You know for a fact. <laughs> like the Freezer saga. How many episodes of the Freezer saga were you just sitting there going? Get on with it. <laughs> yeah. um, well, one, if you want to talk about Dragon Ball Z, I know what you're talking about, but real quick, Dragon Ball Z, did you watch Dragon Ball Super? I try not to. Dragon Ball Super corrects all those problems. I don't think so. I think it's it's out of step with the, the spirit of Dragon Ball Z. I think a oh, real fan, it? a real fan, will watch the bad episodes because it's oh, like you gotta earn it. I'm also a fan of Kai. You know Kai. Yes, yes, yes. So Dragon Ball Z Kai is they took the overly long Dragon Ball Z and edited it down and took out all the fucking extraneous or or boring parts and then made it just fun. Right, right. I like that. I like that. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. We're not talking about that. However, I can't wait for Dragon Ball Super movie, the new movie. That's going to be great. They really expanded the uh, Dragon Ball Z lore. If you have you touched base in quite some time because it's like now you got oh yeah no I mean I was a, a. yeah, I was a super fan. I love it. I love Jiren. I love all this shit. I love what they're gonna do with Super. There's there's two there's two members of Frieza's race coming in. It's a, it's amazing. You know who's my favorite from a uh, Frieza's race is actually his older brother, Cooler. Cooler, Cooler is the amazing, Cooler movie man. is amazing. That is cool. I love these guys. These guys are great. <laughs> you remember and, when he dropped Piccolo and he's like, hey, yeah, here's your homeboy back. 
dropped him and then blew his ass <laughs> up in the sky. And I was, I remember watching that in the Haven. I was like, man, that was a, it's a bit much, right? It was brutal. <laughs> you know, you're brutal. Like Jesus Christ. Um, but no, you know, no, that's neither uh, here no, nor no, there. No blaspheming, please. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, church lady. <laughs> um, but yo, what did we? Um, what the fuck were we talking about before we got into Dragon Ball Z? Oh, are we? Gonna, what are we going to stand for, right? And so here's here's the situation. Here's the problem. Um, here's the thing. I learned this. Someone taught me this. I think it was YouTuber X. We vote with our dollars. True. We don't have a voting system for movies. We can't say, I vote against this. I don't like what you did here. However, you vote with your dollars. And so, which is why when I he- I'm hearing what's going coming out of Eternals, it makes me not want to vote for it. You know what? And I want to. I do not want them to have my money, so that Feige takes a hit, and Feige goes, "You know what? I'm going to give them more quality shit instead of art house nonsense." So, he, he, it, I agree with your logic. It's sound, except for one thing, right, bro? He released Thor: Dark World, and then we got Captain Marvel, perfectly timed in between Infinity War and friggin' uh, Endgame. All he's going to do is adjust. You understand what I'm saying, he right? He is going to adjust. However, I don't have to vote for this movie, though. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. I, you, you don't at all. I'm and gonna- you're right. If they have a good pitch for for episode, you know, for episode two or whatever for it, I will go see it. But this one, I feel like I need to boycott. No, no. Do you think? I, I'm not going to go watch it until it comes out on Disney Plus, just like uh, right. Shang-Chi. Right. I did not go see that in the theaters. I thought it was too volatile. I didn't know... I like I like it. However, I will say this: my my thing that I which I argue with Courtney about is everyone's like it's a kung fu movie, Marvel movie. I was like, no, it's not. It's just a Marvel movie. They do not know what a kung fu movie is. No, it's, they don't. No, they it's don't. the white man pretending to make a kung fu movie. It's a ho- so I've seen a thou- I'm a huge kung fu movie guy. Right. This is not it. However, it's a good movie. It's a fun movie, but it's not anything. It's not a kung fu movie. <sighs> Uh, Considering the main character, the main actor does not know Kung Fu, and there are times when I saw that it wasn't him. I saw that there was a stunt man. So I want to go back for something, but let's acknowledge the chat here. Uh, Kathy says, I'm going to spend on Spider Man and Doctor Strange for sure. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Kathy, <laughs> you're my girl. Yeah. Flip it out in the chat. Flip it out in the chat. Flip it out. And Carmen Rio says, I heard a theory that on the Spider-Man and Doctor Strange movie that that's not Doctor Strange. Also, very true. Shout out to Carmen. Yes. And the the theory is that it's Sorcerer Armani from the What If series. I don't know if you have Disney Plus, but there's a What If series where there's an interdimensional, like alternate versions of them from other worlds. And there's a guy called Sauce. We all call him Sorcerer Sorcerer Armani. Armani. He's the um, the doppelganger of Doctor Strange. A lot of people think it's him. So, here's my problem, bro. So, and this is marketing, right? This is more marketing than content here. Think about everything we've gone over. The post-credits alone. Most people go see most Marvel movies. I hate to say this, but let's be real. Let's keep it a buck. They go see it for the post-credits, right? So, the movie could have been horrible for it. Two hours, but if they nail it in the post credits, you get a pass. So, based on that first post credit, if 
the rumors are true and if the director's not the writer's not selling it's a pipe dream we finally get our first inkling of blade in the mcu yes folks i want you to know something right blade is a very obscure character and he has a very weird redcon inconsistent continuity yeah but he is one of the most beloved characters oxymoron right obscure i love him yo if you see his original appearances he's almost like an old he's an older dude yeah he's not very slick he's not very cool um it's just it's it's weird but they do that with every character they have to update let's keep it let's keep it all the way trill as the kids say you know that i saw the original blade movie 26 times in the theaters (laughs) My therapist said I should go. Love the- <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Don't get me. Do not get me. Do not Dude, get me twisted. I love the original Blade. I love. Oh, this is a good song. Sorry. <laughs> I love the original Blade movie. And I love part two because it did what a sequel was supposed to do. Like the next villain should be so imposing. You're like, oh, man, I forgot all about the second. No, movie. Mac. Ooh. No, Mac. Bro, do you remember that scene when he killed all those guards? And it's that yes. shot of all their dead bodies in front of him is after he drained him. Absolutely amazing. Mahershala Ali love- is going to kill it as Blade. My blackness is on the level ten. To be honest, I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to be yo no cap. But I believe that I like Wesley Snipes' version of Blade so much. They do not need to recast him. Okay, so I agree with that. His, de-age his face. And I agree with it, that. Make the, it connected. Make it connected. The problem also with Wesley, and I want Wesley back 100%. I rock with Wesley. I've been rocking with Wesley since New Jack City, right? New, I was about that Jack movie City. was filmed in my neighborhood, bro. Like, literally filmed three blocks where I live. The Carter is on 116th and 7th Avenue. But Wesley has lost a lot of muscle mass and he lost a lot of muscle mass by the third movie and the ability to do the things he was doing as blade had diminished i don't know if you noticed it but they did a good job in trinity but do you see what they're doing with science now with with the with the no i agree but blade falls for instance like dr ock doc ock he's a fat yeah no offense to anyone no offense but he has gained a lot of weight right you know what I was about to say. He's a fat ass. Oh, and they, yo, they no use fat CGI. shaming. I'm not fat shaming. I'm just saying they use CGI <laughs> to thin him up. In yeah, yeah. The Spider New He's Spider-Man. old. He's old as fuck now, too. And what I'm saying, if they could do that for Doc Ock, why can't they do that for? Uh, because here's the thing, right? Wesley is a psychopath. I love Wesley Snipes, but he played hardball with them, and he hadn't released the movie. Now I heard word on the streets are. That you know the Marvel deals, right? Holy smokes, folks! Fanboy Molly School hit number one for the first time, and I missed it. <laughs> um, Wesley Snipes played chicken with a property that he no longer had control over. When he had control over the property, would have been the time to play chicken, right? But if yeah. you don't release a movie, when would when did Blade Trinity come out, bro? That was well early two thousand, early two thousands, right? So they lost control. They have no reason to put him back in the movie. Now, this is what I hear. I don't know if it's true. 2004. Thank you, Kathy. This is what I hear. Wesley Snipes will be making... Now, I want you to know this. Mantis will tell you. 
I will never say I have any connections on the inside. But I have one connection. And I heard that he will be making an appearance in this movie. But I hope we, it's I hope it's I hope it's respectful. But we might not like the appearance he, that he, he, he better yeah, that's what you're saying. Like I, I he better not be like the milkman. No, he's gonna be Whistler. That's they, what I heard. Cast him as Whistler? Yeah, that's what I heard. That's the rumor. Now I won't say this is a credible source, but I'll say it's someone that is on the inside over yeah, there. Yeah, that's gonna take me out of the movie though. If he's giving orders to fucking the old blade, oh man, I don't like that. That's just right? the rumor. That's just the rumor at this point. Nine seven Izzy, welcome in. Why's that? I'm bummed out about it. But in regards to Eternals, if it's setting up that property, if it's setting up a future properties, what do we do with that? How do we reconcile that? Well, here's the thing. Should I should I pay twenty bucks to see every movie that's no. setting something up? Because there's everything's setting something up. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Absolutely. Forget that. No, absolutely you shouldn't. Izzy, it is Steve. What up, Izzy? You shouldn't. But at the same time. Do you want your property to succeed? Do you want these things to move forward? That's what we got to ask ourselves. In regards to comics, I love Marvel comics, right? I love Marvel and I love DC comics. I love the friggin' uh, Watchmen crossover in DC. I love Doomsday Clock. I'll pay for a bad issue to see the you know to see it conclude. We right. pay for a bad movie to see the well, That's different because that's a lot of money and that's time. And yo, actually, I, I I don't know if you know this about me, but I have very little patience for boring shit. Mm. Like, yo, if a movie's really boring, I will start getting antsy and I'll be like, I need to get the fuck out of here, man. Bro, that's how I <laughs> felt. I, when we went to go see Candyman, I was just, oh, God dang it. <laughs> we went to go see that movie. You won. One of five. One, <laughs> one of five. You better not fuck this up, bro. If you say it one more time, your whole family's dead. I love your family. Don't get me wrong. But don't fuck that up. <laughs> yeah. When we went to go see that movie, I was like, yeah, I, like I love this. And then I was like, I don't love this anymore. <laughs> and right. I don't think that the MCU is heading down that direction. This is big business, but... This is technically number two for them, right? Number two stinker. But yo, here's what I'm saying. Dark World was technically in their earlier days. Right, 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 right. They were experimenting around. They really didn't know what they were doing. I, I dig that. I, I, I give that a pass. Hold on for a second. Nowadays, they should. Izzy, they it's should been nice it. knowing you, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Kathy says, yes, we just talked about that, Izzy, about Marshall Holly being Blade and how maybe Wesley Snipes uh, would be in it, too. Steve, <laughs> they need to make you Blade. Bruh. I got to tell you honestly, man. And Berlin can be Whistler. <laughs> Moving right along. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can be the whistler. Whatever the fuck, man. I don't. I don't mean to step. Step on toes. I'll be the crazy. Whistler. Yo, but here's the thing, right, man? 
It's set up Blade. It's set up Blade. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the Marvel property. I'm sorry. If you don't agree with me, I'll fight five fat fanboys on the street right now. If it wasn't for Blade, you do not have the MCU. And don't give me that bullshit about the first X-Men movie. Because we all know that movie was horrible. Mantis, I remember when we were kids and we went to you guys went to go see that movie. That movie, that <laughs> and I can't stand it when people are like, Well, the first three X Men No, no, the like, first three X Men were good. No, <laughs> they were not, you well no, X Men Two, uh you, what was it? Uh United Two, yes, X Men United good, was good, good, good. Good. Three was horrible. One was garbage. It was low budget. It, here's what I'm saying. At the time, it was low budget. Right. There's no. There's no great fight scenes. People are just kind of hanging out. Nothing that really fucking happens. <laughs> so out of their trilogy, one of two out of three is good. That's garbage. That's garbage ranks. The second trilogy, I like First Class. Yes. And I, like, I hate that movie. But good. <laughs> you hate First Class? Yes. Why? Because there was no Wolverine. No black people in the movie, and the one black guy that's in the movie. Uh, first of all, first of all, let me digress. There are no black or Latino characters in the movie except for no, one the, guy. One guy, no, and they the kill this bit, motherfucker the, the off. Chi- and the like, chick with the wings. The chick with the wings. Was that's like, Lenny Kravitz's daughter. She's not Latino, bro. Like so. The, okay, so you got one and a half ethnic people in the movie. <laughs> oh, we're halvesies now. We're half wings. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What I'm saying is okay, so you don't like that one. <laughs> However, Days of Future Past was good. Oh, that's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. And then both Apocalypse and uh Oh. Whatever Phoenix were horrible, horrible movies. Bro. Yeah, I'm mad that someone called Apocalypse. <laughs> Remember that motherfucker from uh the Power Rangers movie, the purple guy? Yes, <laughs> Ivan Ooze. Ivan Ooze is his name. <laughs> like checking him out. Yo, he does look like Ivan Ooze. They did a horrible job on Apocalypse. Yo, they took the most real character in X Men lore, and quite possibly one of the most real characters in the Marvel Comics lore, and they turned him in. But shout out to the guy, um, Isaacs. Is that his name? The guy who's playing Moon Knight was also in Dune recently. He's actually a good actor, yeah. and there were some scenes that were great in there. Also, that ties us right back into the Eternals because obviously Apocalypse has a long, complicated relationship with the Eternals. But that's what we're trying to tell you, folks. This is a very obscure property. This is a risk for the MCU to do. They took the risk. And I think it was a calculated risk because they wanted to do something where they were like, hey, we got to expand the universe a little bit more. But let's talk about all the rumors that this is the end of the MCU. That's that is utter nonsense. Here's what it is. What? One bad movie is going to topple a series of 25 good movies and a couple of TV shows? Impossible. Yeah. This isn't toppling shit. No. He made an experiment. It right. went wrong. It didn't work out. But things are fine. Yeah. I'm a hater of the of this project, and even I will say it it's fine. Yo, a lot of a lot of these press guys cuz yo, it's here's what I'm saying. Journalism or reviewing is a lot like um, uh, graduate school. When you have to create a paper and you have to create buzz for it, right. you say crazy shit. And they're like, oh, yeah. I saw, I was reading an article today. Someone's like, you need to end the MCU. And their picture that they put for their article was a graveyard MCU 
2009 through 2021. They're like, you need to end Marvel. Kevin Feige needs to end uh, MCU now because they're just sucking now. And that's not true. They're not universally sucking. This is just one not well-conceived movie. This is exactly why if YouTube was a person, I'd punch it in the face, right? Yo, and sometimes I I, I don't want to be this content creator. I will never make content based off of the fact of clickbait shit, right? We've never done that at Fanboy Modeling School. Hell, I never did that at Talking with a Dad. This is one piece. One piece. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Amazing. Did amazing. Did really well. I really liked it. WandaVision did extremely Great. well. Did what it was supposed to do. Obviously, Loki killed it. Killed it. Now, the trend might be when they sit down at their next Disney conference, you see where I'm going with this is movie versus Disney Plus original. I think the future is in Disney Plus because it gets us more content, more uh, consistently in a expedited way. But of course, we do have Hawkeye looming in the background. <laughs> and I don't know how oh, that's just going to That's going to be a stinker. Yo, Kathy says, yeah, Miles, even us adults get tired of the new MCU. Everybody's kids will still make the parents take them to the movies to see the new MCU phase movies. That's very true. Um, Yo, here's the thing. I'm about to, Wait, I'm hold about on. to bring you gotta, up. You got to acknowledge that next point. Plus, Spider-Man is the best selling toy out of all of the other MCU characters at best cartoon hand. Hands down. Yes, Loki was awesome. Bro, go ahead. So, I mean, we got to talk about. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of a way to say this. Um, <laughs> You're about to make fun of black people, aren't you? <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing scandalous. Okay. It's ju- it's just the game in general. It's the it's the superhero game in general. Oh fuck. Hold on for a second. I have to acknowledge something. If I don't, I would be terribly inconsistent. So you do realize, of course, that Marvel's Avengers A-Day, formerly known as A-Day, the Spider-Man content is getting ready to come out. Black Avenger. Uh, Black Avenger. <laughs> see? see? You see? You said Black Avenger. Damn, yo, you're the racist. <laughs> I am. I hate them. Jesus um, Christ. The Black Panther uh, DLC was great short but it was amazing the character plays amazing but we're getting ready to go into some uh, some crazy shit here mantis because spider-man is only coming out on the avengers on sony yeah that makes sense and yeah i think character. so i think so but people are very upset about this forget that continue your point the point is what was my point? <laughs> Basically, it comes down to... I'm out of it. You talk. <laughs> I think your point comes down to the fact that you can't base the future of the MCU off of one property, right? And I would continue to appeal to people's higher logic, which is that even though Eternals may not be your cup of tea... There's a lot of stuff in it that you need to check out. If you are an MCU fan, 
go check it out for the further of the story. Now we all know that after, you, after that, you, you're forced to, to pay for something that you don't like, but they're like, don't worry, down the line this will make sense. Fuck that. You need to give me an entertaining movie right now. Now, I'm not telling you to pay for it. If you have Disney Plus, watch it. I'm gonna bootleg it or sneak into the movies. I love Man, the, 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 the opinions expressed by Mantis at this point in the show are Yo, those I of- am a big sneaker into movies, and I know you're thinking, Mantis, aren't you a little old to do that? No. I will sneak into the movies till I'm friggin' dead. <laughs> Yo, I've got a guy at the Cineplex Odeon who will sneak me in. Hey, I just want to acknowledge uh, Izzy's uh, point here. American Chavez, Miss America, Robbie Reyes, Ghost Rider, Kyle Rayner, Green Lantern. All right, so let's deal with American Chavez, right? American she Chavez is such a popular... She is set to appear in Doctor Strange 2. Right, is. Uh, American Chavez and Publication is such a popular character that they put her on the ultimate and then did nothing with her, which has always really upset me. Robbie Reyes as Ghost Rider is a retcon version of Ghost Rider. That's not even a real Ghost Rider. Again, they give you representation, but they don't give you plot development. They don't give you substance. Anytime you change who the character is, they have to fight against the old character shit. Both Danny Ketch or Johnny Blaze, I would rather see either one of them on their motorcycles than Robbie Reyes on his muscle car. Oh, absolutely. 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 Kyle Rayner. He's cool. He's not the best Green Lantern, though. Yeah, he's definitely not the best Green Lantern. Um, Unfortunately, uh, representation is great. However... I like John Stewart, or I like Guy Gardner, or someone like that better. So, real, real quick, we're gonna give a shout out to everyone who's been here with us, including Cincy Star, Carmen Rios, Kathy, talking with a dad, nine seven eight Izzy, Dollar Tree Drinkwater, the Automantis. Kalali, the lowly and legend Greg. Thank you guys for all choosing the fanboy modeling school. Oh, he says Victor Manchin. So, um, with Victor Manchin, the whole thing is that that is a Runaways character. Am I correct? And so, I don't know. I don't, they did Runaways on TV. I think it got canceled. Not yeah. sure. It was a great show. It was good. I enjoyed it. It was a great show. I liked the, uh, I saw the first season. I liked it. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to get his MCU debut. No. Um, doesn't look like it. Kathy says, great live, guys. Thank you, Kathy. Kathy, are you going to bed? Yeah. It's good. It got canceled too soon. Yeah. Izzy, you're absolutely correct. The problem with the Runaways in that universe they were building, it's not the Runaways that we enjoyed the crossover in the Marvel Comics universe. Yeah. I thought the show needed at least two more seasons to really get them where we're going, right? And it, it was a good story. My problem with fucking them canceling shows like this is, uh, what is this dumb shit? Doom Patrol? That shit should have been canceled. Right? So, yo, that's the thing. HBO Max has almost nothing, so they, they're going to keep it going. I've tried to watch it. It's really hard to get through. It's too long. They have actual full hours, but do I want to watch a full hour of this shit? No. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. And why aren't they making move? Why aren't they making shows about shit I want to see? Because they hate you. They do hate me. Like, yo, they <laughs> shat all over my dreams and my childhood <laughs> when they made that shitty Titan show. That show is garbage. Well, well hold on for a second. Cat. Apparently, season oh, two is garbage. amazing. What? Apparently, season two is amazing. No. <laughs> I, I didn't see it, but no. No, I refuse. I refuse. I'm a wild child who will not accept this. No. What about Stargirl? So, Stargirl started okay, out. Okay. Wait, hold on. Stargirl started out amazing, and then it hit, like, after episode four, I was like, Dunzo. Do you know what they do with Stargirl? What? So, Stargirl is normally. You know this. You know Stargirl is a member of the Justice Society. Right. They predate the Justice League, right? Right. And so, in her story, the Justice Society has been killed off. And so, what it is is they do this thing where she's a young teenage girl, which is normal in the comics, and she takes all the power sources of the of the old characters and gives them to her teenage friends, and it becomes basically. The Babysitter's Club Superhero Edition. They're all teenage idiots bumping into walls, right. acting like idiots, right. talking about teenage shit. Right. Fuck that. That's not that's not Sargol. That's not just Sarai. Mantis hates teenagers. When we're out and about in the city, he's just like, you young whippersnappers, get away from me. When I see a teenager on the train, I will throw my drink. And if I don't have a drink, I'll just say, look at me. And when they look at me, I go, ah. And I stick my tongue out like an idiot. I'm, he's kidding. I love teenagers. Yeah, he's kidding. Not. Yeah. They're gross. <laughs> I wouldn't wipe my ass with a teenager. <laughs> Let me just acknowledge Izzy here. Someone tried to tell me that they're about to have Squirrel Girl make an appearance in this phase. Yo, Izzy. It would not surprise me if they tried this after the Eternals. Yo, yo actually, yo, Kevin Feige's grasping at straws. People are like, yo, what about blah, blah, blah character? And he's like, yo, absolute 3D man. Let's get him in there. You know, here's the crazy <laughs> thing, though. Every movie, people predict the end of the MCU, right? Because that's what happens when R.I.P. Stanley. Rip. Agrees. Yeah, Rip Stanley. Um, fun fact. I was on in between La Brea and Sunset in California, and there's this little exclusive place where only rich people can go. I'm walking up the block with my wife and the kid, and we both see Stan Lee coming out. Now, when I say he's coming out, he's obviously being helped out by his aides at this point. His health was uh, waning. But there he was, the man, the myth, the legend himself, walking out, making his way to the car. Didn't have the balls to say, hey, thank you, Stan, for all that great stuff. But uh, RIP Stan, thank you for all the great content that you and Kirby and all the other legends brought us for years, <laughs> right? But in regards to this whole thing, man, I don't know what to... Yeah. I guess my overarching point would be support comics, right? And let me preface that by how this turns it like ties into the MCU this is really the only medium 
keeping this whole thing afloat right now, Mantis. Right? MCU goes right. under. Marvel Comics is done. You know, MCU has one bad quarter. They're going to cut their weakest earning yeah. division. They kind of got. Is it possible? Wait, is it possible that Marvel will fade out, and other comic companies will be able to make movies as well? No. That are maybe Marvel's had its turn. No, 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 no. Because the Marvel still speaks. (laughs) By the time Marvel is done with the market, we'll all be burned out, and that's the way it works. No, I think it'll. It might die out before that. I think. I think we might let Valiant or Dark Horse have a chance. Well, here's the thing. You could be right. I mean, I know you're thinking, why not DC? Well, DC's had its turn, and we've seen what happens there. (laughs) (laughs) DC is that one cousin that gets out on parole and like, man, he's going to do good this time. Oh, never mind. (laughs) Yeah, here's the deal, right? I mean, we did have, uh, what's this kid's name on Amazon Prime, comic book character. Invincible. Did amazing. No, uh, didn't do great numbers, but the people who watched it loved it. We have oh, yo, it has such good boys. order of mouth. Season two is gonna be beloved. The boys, season one, season two, right? Was it season one it, or season? We had two seasons already. Right? Two seasons. The boys, great stuff. Right. It's someone else's turn. Maybe Marvel's had its run. Maybe they should end it. Hold on for a second. Just make sure. I'm hearing you correctly. Are you saying the the largest the largest proprietor of popular comic cinema has come to an end? Do you guys see how he's trying to twist my words, and get me on the record for being an asshole? And you know what? I'm gonna bite. I'm gonna bite. Um. Motherfucker, turn off those kickings. <laughs> Yo, I don't think one bad movie is going to fucking topple Marvel. However, I, in my heart of hearts, I want I want them to... <laughs> you want them to fail because you're an angry, angry person. No, no, no. I love Marvel. Don't get me wrong. I do want them to fail. <laughs> But not in an angry way. In a loving way. I want to love them while they fail. Um, because I want the, the door to be open to other people and other kinds of people. I want Dark Horse and Valiant and DC to get a chance to actually make something. <laughs> I'm tired of all the Marvel, con- all the superhero <laughs> content in movies being Marvel. So here's the thing. Why are you laughing at me? I'm, la- I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at this notion. I see you judging me. <laughs> here's the thing, right? We all want to think about the independent, the uh, the underdog making it through. But when you really think about it, are you going to buy a Nas album? Or are you going to buy some underground hip-hop artist album? You're going to support Nas. He's the greatest to do it, right? And at this point, the MCU is the greatest to do it. They've given us everything we've wanted. To the point where we're so spoiled, where we can sit around and go, this movie sucks. While some kids starving in Ethiopia, right? First world problems. The Eternal suffers from the very thing that makes this country great. Too many fucking freedoms, man. Too many things going on in this movie where it should have just been a superhero movie. It should have been a movie that sets up more stuff for Marvel. 
But the problem, like Mantis has said, and many fanboy mollings quip, so it's just, bro, the Eternals, <laughs> they suck. They suck in the comic. They suck so no. much that whenever there's a major Marvel arc, name three times the Eternals were involved. Oh, no, never. They're, they don't do shit. And Bro. so here's what I'm saying. There's only one Eternal who is important in this whole scene. Maybe two. So the first one is Cersei, who's the Black Knight's bitch. I mean, oh, I mean, cancel this <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> 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 yes, I'm sorry. I misspoke. I meant girlfriend. Uh, Izzy, <laughs> thank you for those spoons. Cersei? Oh, thank you for the spoons, Izzy. You're awesome. So, it's Cersei, and the other time is Star Fox, and they're the only two important Eternals. I don't count Thanos in that, but they're important because of other shit. You know, Cersei becomes a major player in Avengers for a while, but all the rest could go suck a dick. You said the D word. Yo, I've been talking about dicks this entire time, bro. What are you doing? Really? What the hell is wrong with you? No, I haven't seen. <laughs> it's not like, I've, it's not like dicks have been flowing from my mouth, yo. But I, I've said some crude shit this episode. What are you talking about? You're like, oh, I'm worried I'm going to get canceled by Disney. Disney ain't watching us, bro. Hold oh, no, up, bro. Disney I, I, is. I'm not watching. worried about getting canceled by Disney. I'm worried about getting canceled by some weirdo. You know what I'm saying like some obscure weirdo. It's like, well, oh, they can suck a dick too. <laughs> the point is uh, the, one of the points, maybe not points, but attributes of fanboy modeling school is that we get wilder and wilder as we get around. And by the last five minutes, I know I'm a little early, maybe 15 minutes, uh, wildness pursues. Absolutely. By wild. Think of his spoons, is he? <laughs> so, I, I, yeah, I'm actually really impressed that we were. <laughs> We were able to do an entire episode on the Eternals. I was. Struggling. I knew that was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> because so, honestly, yo, there's so much to debate or talk about. So Izzy thinks that there should be a Howard the Duck movie. Yes, stand alone. Yeah, no, an animated movie, a show. Fuck that. Fuck a movie. No, I'm not gonna. I. You just don't understand. <laughs> I like the first ant. Howard the Duck movie, but it's not a superhero movie. It's just stupid. <laughs> I don't even know what those aliens were that were coming through the portal. I was a stupid kid. I was a stupid kid. I watched a stupid movie. I giggled at a stupid movie, and that's why there's a Howard the Duck movie. Um, should we make a more elaborate one? Fuck that. Get a job. <laughs> we need to use our brains. Yo, here at the Fanboy Modeling School, us and the fans are going to use our brains and not just shoot any idea. So I was watching the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, cartoon on uh, Disney Plus with my son. You know, Astro the dog from Guardians of the Galaxy. It's the Russian dog in the suit. Yeah. uh, space. The cosmonaut dog. Yes. Great episode. You find out that Astro has psychic abilities. Go check yeah, he has super intelligence and yeah. psychic powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, 
at the end of the day, I don't know what to do about the eternal situation, but I do know that it's a hiccup. CEO, the boss, welcome in. Yo, he's gonna yo, he's gonna flip. You're right. That is a good call. In truth, at the end of the day, he's gonna look at this loss and go, "Oh, that fucks, that fucking sucks." And then he's gonna think of a better way to make Eternals two better. There's gonna be a gimmick. He's gonna take a popular character and put it in and make it all happen. It's gonna work. Kevin Feige is a genius. However, this particular rendition, I don't fuck. I'm not into it. The real fuck question. with it. <laughs> the real question for you conspiracy theory nuts: Did Kevin Feige plan on releasing this movie during COVID, knowing that it was gonna be a weak performer? Thus knowing that COVID no. existed, thus he wants that he a, an award. COVID. So, no. So, here's the Jasmine Cow. Welcome in, <clears throat> CEO. The boss. Welcome in. He wants an award. He wants that award. He wants the prestige of that. He thought bringing in like Chloe Zhao would do it. Nonsense. That chick is nonsense. <clears throat> What she brings to the table is nonsense. Hey, Jasmine, how's it going? <coughs> Izzy says, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 post credit scene. Adam is brought up, but never did anything with it. So Adam Warlock is going to be a huge point in this movie. And uh, I mean, this next phase, but yo, in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yes. So the one that's thing- why that was a. You got to understand about uh, Adam Warlock. I want people to dial back their expectations. He is not a charge into the fray type of character. He is more of a background super. He's the, he's the wise motherfucker. He's the wise. <coughs> he Adam Warlock is the guy in the comics that orchestrated the entire Infinity Gaunt Infinity Gauntlet assault, knowing full well that the heroes and the cosmic beings were going to die at Thanos's hands. And foresaw himself getting the glove, which I've always found really interesting about this character. Because even in um, Jim Sterling's uh, Infinity Saga, I guess that's what you call it, Thanos thought enough of Adam Warlock that he, you know, you know, the Living, Tribu- Living Tribunal died in um, the uh, whole Battle World situation, right? Leading up to Battle World and uh, the Avengers. Jonathan Hickman's uh, This is the End and Battle World. You know that, right? Man. Yeah. Um, so, and Jim Sterling's uh, Infinity Saga shit, he makes Adam Warlock from an else world the Living Tribunal. And then they soft redcon it into, like, yes, Adam Warlock from that universe did become the Living Tribunal. And the Living Tribunal we have in the main continuity is that guy. But they just stopped making him look like Adam Warlock. But the character itself is so highly respected that even Thanos said he would be a good candidate to be the Living Tribunal. If you don't know who the Living Tribunal is in the in Marvel Comics uh, landscape, he's literally the right hand of God. Right? The one yeah. above all appointed the Living Tribunal. So it's going to be great to see him in the, in the movies represented finally. Actually... So this is a spoiler too about the end of Eternals. We're gonna give her warning about that. Okay, hold on for a second. 
Spoiler alert. Go ahead. At the end, Cersei and two other two of their Eternals are taken away to be judged. And the uh, the uh, Celestial who's taken away goes, "You are to be judged for your behavior." Blah blah blah. And they take they take, teleport them away. Some internet theories are that they're going to, in the next time we see them will be in front of the living tribunal. That would suck because he doesn't. <laughs> He does not get involved in that type of shit. So originally when he showed No, 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 you don't you no, know, you're not feeling this. So what they did, what the Eternals end up doing, this is spoiler as well, is they kill a celestial that was living in the core of the earth to save humans. Okay, again. That's not his job. He only judges things that are discrepancies in the universe. So if there are two if there are two eternities and one eternity uses some unnatural ability to beat the other eternity. No, but if if he judged the Infinity Gauntlet's existence, he didn't though. He didn't. He didn't. So no, this he is did. No, this is where I'm going to shit. Oh, no, he judged it. He only judged it against like Adam Warlock. So this is where I'm going to shit on lazy writing. The living tribunal only shows up when something happens that is outside of natural order. Point blank, period. That's why he didn't defend eternity and the infinity gauntlet con- uh, conflict. He's like, right. no, you're on your own, bro. He's like, Thanos has the gauntlet. You're eternity. <laughs> so you guys got to fight it out. Right. Survival of the fittest. But I think it's great that they're going to do that. Now, the real question is, so you got the Eternals. You got that scene you just described. And then you got Venom too, hinting at Null the Conqueror, uh, Null the Black King. Right. You do know their history, Null the Black King and the Eternal. Yes, we talked about this. We're talking about this on on Fanboy. I think so. If they did it right, if they did it, you would have to show me how imposing Null is. Because I heard the Eternals. I'm sorry, not the uh, not the internals. The Celestials in the movie were quite imposing. You you understand what I'm saying? So you have to prove that Null is a villain that is so imposing because in the comics he cuts an inter- he cuts a. Remember, head. they can they they can they can like you know change things. Like for instance, um. Uh, Kang is the new villain of the or of this season uh, or of this phase. However, he Kang was never over Thanos in the comics. Yo, uh, I'm gonna text you because your peoples are in the chat. But at any rate, this has been the fanboy mauling school. We got six minutes left here. It's your boy, the Fat Mantis, Steve. Real name, no gimmicks. We're talking. To, we're talking one of the most polarizing movies to be released by the MCU, The Eternals, man, and uh, our grandma's jumping over the table fighting kids. I can't wait to see uh, Sinister Six either in on film. It's gonna be great. Um, as you guys know, Steve has very little tolerance for shenanigans, but I love you, Mantis. Any final thoughts on this arc? 
and where we're going from here. We need to dead everything Eternals. The Eternals are pieces of garbage. Star Fox is the only one worthy. Um, F you all. Angelina Jolie. Why don't you go adopt more African children and get the fuck out of my face? Oh. You, she, yo, she doesn't do anything for film. She's not a good actress. She's minimally talented. Um, I don't love her. Yeah. Cheers to her sucking. Uh, yo, fan, yeah. <laughs> Steve just was like, cheers to her sucking. She sucks. Hold on, hold on for a second. Um, Scallywag. Welcome into the show. Yo, what up, wag. I'm going on about Angelina and all sorts of other shit. Um, I love you all. You're amazing. Stay tuned to Family Wild School. Every Sunday, we bring it to you. Yo, uh, Steve. You wanna you wanna do any shout outs or plugs? Of course I do. Of course he does. <laughs> Let me just hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. Blade is the greatest movie ever to be made. Ever! No, it's your boy Steve. Real name, no gimmicks. Shout out to everyone that came through. I appreciate you for the support. Fanboy Modeling School brought to you by the Fat Mantis, Steve, real name, no gimmicks here on Spoon and on Anchor. We will continue to bring you the best content on all of Nerdum. Remember, stop into the show, support, because by the time you get here at an hour and 45 minute mark, we are completely trashed. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're this trashed. Chat. <laughs> <laughs> Love you all. Live the dream. Batman is out for now. Izzy, what the hell does that mean? Steve fucks it up, laughing my my ass off.